Welcome to the Circle Path Podcast. My name is Adam Skaggs, and I'm here with my beautiful wife, Alicia. Hello. How's it going? <laughs> oh, it's going. Oh, it's going. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're doing things. We're doing things. It smells good in here, by the way. Oh, uh, thanks. I, I don't know if it's you or the, the candle thing you got going on over there. Um, well, I did take a bath. So. Uh, well, that's always awesome well like clean so i kind of had um like a jersey mike's <laughs> you had <that> onion <laughs> bio smell going on so um, that's the perfect oniony yeah goodness smell i mean if i'm gonna smell like anything jersey mike's mike's way all day that's pretty i mean disgustingly gross <laughs> On to, on, <laughs> on to other non-disgusting topics. Mm, bread. Do you, do you want to give us an update on your resolutions? Oh. Because everyone wants to know. Everybody wants everyone to Everyone on the Twitters wants to know oh. how your resolutions are going. Are you still Chungus? Turns out I am. <laughs> well, turns out you made a milestone this week, right? Right. So, so um... So I got on the scale a couple days ago, and it said 199.8, and I got really excited. And then I got on it again, and then it said 200, and then I got pissed off. So have you got... And then it never went back to 199, and I was about to chuck it through the window. Just saying. So you ha- have you gone back and checked? Okay, so I have. Okay. And... um. Are Isn't you in like, the one club yet? I'm for in, real. I I think for real I am. Okay. I I think, but so I grabbed my phone and I went to go take a picture, and then that took me over the two hundred, and I was like, "Son of a bitch!" <laughs> <laughs> I could have taken a picture for you. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> the only way I make it in the one hundred is like. Totally derobed. Oh. <laughs> oh. Well, let's move on from this subject. <laughs> Just saying. But I didn't make it. Awesome. So, I mean, and then I heard about, you were telling me that you were speaking with somebody about intermittent fasting. Yeah, so so we, we've met one of our Twitter followers a couple days ago. And her name is Ingrid. Shout out to Ingrid and Sasquatch Journey. Uh, she had some cool, cool tips for you. Some yeah. with some intermittent fasting stuff. So I started looking at that, and um, so if you do that, you you basically eat between like a six or an eight hour period, and it seems like you do that whenever, you, like whatever time you want to choose. So I was kind of thinking about that, like, how would I make that work if I did that? Which I could probably make that work if I started eating, like, mid-morning, like, maybe fast for a couple hours after I wake up, and then start eating probably around 10, eat lunch, eat dinner... Come home, make dinner for the kids. So, so a normal day. So a normal, <laughs> normal day, and then basically stop right after that. Okay, so no no snacking or anything. So, so like maybe ten to six. Eat between ten and six. So so, Ingrid was saying that you should go from six in the morning to twelve in the afternoon. And that way, you get everything done early in the day, and you just water fast the rest of the day. I don't, I don't know. know. <laughs> it, it would be it would be hard, but but I think be, you could do it. So I think I could do it. I think it would just be really hard to do it because I have three kids that are eating crap, and it's like you can do and it. I'm cooking, and it smells really good. I don't know. You can do it. But I'm looking into it, and I appreciate the shout out and the um, the tips, and I am looking into it. So um, it's definitely something to consider. Um, so we'll see. I don't cool, know. Cool. All right. So tonight we're going to be talking about the gin and 
what they are or what lore says they are and kind of what we think they might be and how they're related to the phenomena. So, uh, jinn, jinn, the word jinn is Arabic and means unseen or hidden and was given by Middle Eastern, the name was given by Middle, Middle Eastern mythology and that's that's what it what they're called in the Quran, which is the Islamic holy book. Okay, so how is that spelled? Uh, some spell it D J I N N. Okay. And I've seen spellings of J I N N as well. Um, but basically, it means the word jinn could be used to identify any non-physical being that exists in another reality. However. In the case that we're speaking about it, can be it's believed to be a particular type of entity that exists between the multiverse of matter and energy. So, explain it, that. So it exists between the physical and the ener- energetic plane. I guess if that, I'm not sure if that makes sense, but in the in the sense of 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 what makes up matter it's it's in between so take that for what you want i I don't know so what do you mean by that like so it's a state of matter like plasma right okay so yeah because you and i were talking about this yeah so not a solid not a liquid but a plasma like substance okay yeah so when I think of plasma, I think of like a blood component because I'm in the health care. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I, I instantly go to, or I think of like Slimer, like plasma. <laughs> That's what I think of when I when <laughs> right. I think of when I think of a, a plasmic plas, plasma entity. It's Slimer is the first thing that comes in my head. Right. Right. Um. Yeah. So I think that's that's interesting in the fact that they're that they can exist both here and wherever they're they exist in a plane close to ours, but not quite the physical plane. Okay. And they could come and go you know, as as we go on. Well, I'll, I'll kind of explain it a little bit more. So essentially, uh, according to Islamic scholars, the jinn could take any form of any animal or human that they choose. Right. So that means that they can come in and out, take human form, or be a dog or something like that, right? So you're saying when they come into our realm, they can be whatever? Yes. Or are you saying that they come in as their plasma-like form and then they shapeshift into something else? Yes, they're, they, are, they are a shapeshifting entity. Okay. And they, they could take the form of anything, but... If they're not taking a form and they come in, let's say they're, you know, we always use the analogy, somebody, you know, you're sleeping in your bed and you see something in the middle of the night staring at you. They could be, that could be them, right? That could be the gin. Okay. Um, yeah. So, so they could, they could, they could shapeshift and there's a lot of stories of them doing this and... We'll get we'll get to that here in a bit. Um, so when they take physical form, they're much more vulnerable, and so for this reason, they usually don't take for physical form for very long, according to the stories. Um, but we'll shapeshift. You know, they'll shapeshift into hideous looking things sometimes, if they don't want you to be anywhere near them so like some of the some of the hideous things that people see you know i see a demon with horns and you know all this type type of shit that could be a gin right okay so thought that was pretty interesting could a bigfoot be a gin that's and that's another interesting thing because or any of those other cryptids that be a gin that's another that's a good call out because you know i've been thinking a lot about that and these no one no one 
no one has been able to capture any kind of cryptid, right? Right. Well, so, so for instance, so um, we were, I was watching uh, Connie Williams. Shout out to Connie Williams from Blue Rock TV. Um, she, they were on a, they were on a Bigfoot investigation in Kentucky uh, last night, the night before. Uh, what's the date today? Saturday. Saturday the 18th. So um, Friday, it would be Friday the 17th. They were on the investigation, and they were they were getting all kinds of K two hits, and EMF spikes, and all these things in in the middle of the woods, where they're seeing silhouettes of what they think are 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 Bigfoot. Right. If these are physical beings, why are they putting off EM and causing K two hits? Unless there's something else, right? An apparition, some kind of, some kind of other kind type of entity. So right? when you were watching this, they could actually see these, so, and then they were getting these hits. So they saw silhouettes of the Bigfoot, okay. but they never saw. They never. They can make up the, fe- the features, but they saw a big, huge silhouette. Right. Okay. So. Could that be that they are near a portal? I don't know. I mean, and then that's why they were getting. That may be all of those hits. That may be so. So, the jinn are known to come in and out of known places throughout the. Throughout the Middle East. Okay, so where where was this taking place at? This was in Kentucky. This was in Kentucky. I I can't tell you the place. It was like, Hell's Gate or something. I think I think they called it Hell's Gate. Okay. I'm not familiar with the with the area there. But if any of you guys are, let us know because I'd be interested to know why those why they were getting K two hits if Bigfoot is just a primate. That's I, right. I, I mean, you're out in the middle of the woods, so you you don't have any electric going on. You don't have any kind. I mean, there's nothing there. Yeah, there's no reason for that to have happened. Right. So anyway, so. Uh, According to Islamic lore and the Quran, uh, jinn were jinn existed on this planet long before humans, and they're mentioned in over thirty verses in the Quran. Correct me, correct me if I'm wrong. Anybody that's listening that is of the Islamic faith, I don't want to say anything wrong here. Um, but the idea of jinn predates Islam. And ancient Persians believed in something similar, and they called it the Jaini or the Jaini, which were evil spirits of both genders and lived in an invisible world and interacted with humans in different ways. They brought pleasures like fine food and gold, but also death and disease as well. So, genies, genies, what we think of in the Western world, Mm -hmm. are not you know, the blue, the blue dudes that bring you all the nice stuff, you know, the Aladdin type (laughs) shit, (laughs) you know, like when I think of a gin or genie, I think of this is, he's going to bring me all this cool shit, (laughs) but apparently it brings death and disease as well. So he brings a little of this, a little of that, a little, a little take a, yeah, take some, take some death and disease on the way. All right. So, yeah. So get the idea of the blue, the blue Aladdin out of your, uh, the blue genie out of your, out of your head. So, okay. So, so three thousand years ago, inscriptions were discovered in northwest, northwest Arabia, indicating worship of jinn-like beings called jinnay, or the rewarding gods, also known as the gods of pleasure and pain. Most of the legends say that the gods could be benevolent, but then suddenly without warning cause or cause turn malevolent. So if they don't like you, you're up shit Creek. Right. So like they could bring you stuff, you know? So, okay. I'm sorry. They, so you're saying that they're, they're a plasma like form. Yes. Okay, but but they could take. Are they inter? 
so are they interacting with humans? So so they're they're taking the the shape of a human. Is that what you're saying? They can, or they they they're so the so in the creation stories, they have in in the Islamic cre- creation story. Humans were made after angels were so angels were made first, which had no free will. Then the jinn were made. And the jinn were given free will, but they were much more much more powerful. And they were made of the substance called the smokeless fire, which has been kind of translated into the idea of plasma. You know, like Modern research says that's probably what the substance was, if if these things are are legit, right? Okay. And then they lived for a long, 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 long time on on the planet, right? And they had dominion over everything. And then, why is it that that happened? Well, so why? So 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 that was his his first creation with free will. So God. Yeah, the yeah God created angels. Yes, and then he created the jinn, which have free will. Free will to do whatever they want, and gave them dominion over the earth. So they had they were living on the on the planet. They built up great cities. They had they could they lived for a long time. They could do a lot more than humans could do. Okay. And then at some point they were, God got really pissed off and said, I'm going to create another being and you guys are going to prostrate yourselves to the humans because we're going to try this again, right? So as part of that, the angels, the angels did it, but the jinn did not. Some of the jinn did not, right? So they've got, the, they had one of the jinn, the jinn, the head, the, one of the head jinn, his name was Iblis. And he said no, right? So this is sounding for very, very familiar, right? So uh, in the Christian, in the Christian t- tradition, it's the same. Lucifer did the same thing, but he was an angel. There wasn't a separation between angels and jinn. Mm-hmm. It was, they were one and the same. Right. But in the Islamic faith, there's three different and ent- three different types of entities, right? Okay. So they d- he didn't they the didn't the three being the jinn, the angels, and humans. Okay. But they didn't bow down to the humans, and so God cast them out, and Iblis convinced God, supposedly, to to allow him and his horde to stay, to come and go and convince him at the, by the end of time that humans were, were no better than they were essentially so that they can get the, get the earth back. Right. So according to, according to the Quran, there were no fallen angels. Right. So, but Iblis was very, very, very similar in the sense that he was, he had the similar story to Lucifer and his power was almost equal to the angels. He was the leader of the jinn and he felt like he was superior to humans, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, he, he, in in some early Islamic accounts, Iblis was once a powerful angel named Azazel. That might sound familiar to some people that are listening. Uh, meaning God strengthens, and this angel may have originally been a been the Semitic god of shepherds' flocks who became demonized as as the Abrahamic religions flourished. Right, so um, he was referred to the demon of the desert. Coincidentally, the desert is also considered to be Iblis's home when God permits him to enter the world. 
So he can come and go, but that's where he, that's his dominion, essentially. So in the, in the, in the apocryphal story of the apocalypse of Abraham, Azazel is mentioned as the angel of disgrace, lies, evil, wrath, and trials. He's also the Lord of hell. And had, was conf, was confined to earth by God because he had become enamored with that, with, with it, right? So, um, all these things are kind of lining up here. Mm-hmm. And I, I guess, I guess, well, we'll get, we'll get, we'll get more into it here. But uh, per Islamic belief, evil exists due to corrupt humans and jinn who have turned their backs on God. The demons, fairies, ghosts, demonic possession, and even alien sightings are believed to be the work of the jinn. Or in some cases, spiritually corrupt humans who have joined Iblis, right? So, if you've ever seen, like, uh, Blade, right? The movie Blade. There's these humans that are, like, the, in the movie, they call them familiars, right? Familiars are the people that help the vampires, right? Okay. So. There's human humans that are helping the jinn do what they what they want to do, right? Influence humans in a certain kind of way, whatever. Wouldn't this be like a devil worshiper or something? Like yeah, that? something like that. Yeah, it okay. could be. It could be compared to that, or you know, I mean, yes, that, that's how I would go with it. Okay. Um, essentially, they don't. They don't. They're not going to present themselves their true identity to us. They take on many different disguises, right? So my first thought when I read this was all of these reptilian sightings, right? People see people look at these look at look at people, right? And they they'll they'll start turn, getting the scaly eyes or they'll get the, the mm-hmm. yellow the yellow yellow eyes with the, the the skinny slits in them or whatever, you know, like there's YouTube videos and all kind of shit out there about that. Mm-hmm. I thought, hmm, very interesting, maybe. Maybe might be, might be the cause for the reptilian stuff that people were seeing. I don't know. Perhaps. Yeah. It's like the snake component to the. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, it could be. Who knows? Could be that. Um. So I mean, I guess I guess the question after 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 that is, what do you think? Do they live amongst humans? Right. Like, people say that they see them. I mean, the, the is the, over in the Middle East. Okay. Everyone says that they see they've seen them, they've interacted with them. There's whole villages that are off limits to people because they believe that jinn inhabit them. There's there's this cave called Majlis. Uh, let me let me make sure I'm saying this right. Okay. Majlis al-Jinn, and it's the eighth largest cave in the world, and it's and it was, it's in Oman on the Selma Plateau, and what it means is the meeting place of the Jinn, right? So I guess that's where they, uh, that's a huge entry point into the, into our plane, right? Right there in that cave, and no one will go there, so... Because it's known. It's, it's it's a known it's a known so gin hotspot. What about the people that enjoy the challenge? They want to go. They want to see. I don't think what Google, happens. Well, I I mean, Westerners have gone there, right? So, I'll tell you a story. So, in the Vengeful Gin, there's a book book by Rosemary Rosemary Allen Guiley and Philip Ebrogno, I think his name is. I used used some of their material for this to for research for this for this episode, but um, one of the stories was when he went to the Middle East, he was researching something completely different, and he kept hearing about the jinn. He had never heard of the jinn until he got over there, but people kept saying the jinn, the jinn, the jinn. And when was this? This was ninety the nineties. The nineties, okay. And maybe early 90s, I want to say. Okay. And when he was over there, he he met 
like he, he was former military. He went and, you know, his, his, his friend was over there working for the Saudi Arabian government as some kind of mercenary bodyguard or something like that. And he had met with, um, he, he got invited to a, a party, right? It was a party for the, the prince's son, I think it was, or something like that. And the prince's son didn't show up. However, his cousin showed up and was going to be attending to the duties of, because they do things way different over there, right? So they always have their, someone from the family represent the family there, mm-hmm. right? So, so you're not to talk to them. You're not to look at them unless they address you, that whole thing. Right. So he was sitting there at the table and he started talking about how he was investigating the gin when the the cousin started talking to him. And this cousin started talking about how they were letting the, the, the U.S. and a bunch of other people come into the country to look for these gin that had come into our physical plane, right? So that's so they were cooperating with the United States government, some other stuff. I don't know how true that is, but that was in the book, right? In addition to that, they were he after this party, he had he was told of this this cave in Oman, this Majlis Al Jin, and he said I have to go there. So he he gets there and he was there with two two people that were Middle Eastern and they wouldn't they would not go in this cave. They wouldn't even get fifty feet within this cave or with from within this cave, right? And this cave is humongous. It's this hole is huge and you it's like three hundred foot drop down. I was gonna in. say paint the picture of the cave. So we're talking like the cave goes it's it's a dead yeah in or are we talking it's kind of a mountainous cave it's a dead drop into this cave okay it's like a 300 foot drop so you're just walking boom yeah it's there it's a huge it's like you imagine a huge sinkhole got it and to get down in there you have to rappel down into it okay so it's like a 300 foot drop so they help him set up his his gear and he goes down he starts to go down into this cave and he's and he's rappelling down this cave and he looks up and asks asks the other dudes like are you coming or am I going to have to go do this myself there's no way they were going to come right so they they said hell hell f and no we're not coming so so he's like all right well, I'll just go down the cave myself so he so he starts going down this rappelling down he gets about 75 feet down down in the cave and the smoke starts enveloping him and he starts hearing Arabic words being spoken to him from the smoke and like he didn't he he didn't understand Arabic so he kept like wondering what where the hell is this what, what the hell does this mean you know right so she or the the smoke ultimately starts speaking English to him saying, get out, get out like a smoke. Like there was no, no physical being there. It was like a smoke. This was an the, audible. Audible. Like I'm talking to you right now. And remember the Quran says the smokeless fire, right? So the smoke was envelop- enveloping him saying, get out. The two dudes up at the top of the cave heard this and saw the smoke enveloping him and took off, right? So they take off and it's, it's, he's freaking out, of course. So he's running up or he's trying to get up this, this, this rope as fast as he can, you know, and, you know, it's, it's, I would be freaking out probably. You know, well, trying, yeah. trying, yeah, trying to get up this, trying to get up this rope. You're with these two dudes. They leave you. Yeah, you're well, around the smoke. You're down in a hole. Yes. <laughs> so the dudes, the, the dudes freaking out. He finally gets up there, and they're they're already in the car, 
a little bit down the road here and they, they stop so he can get back in the car and they're freaking out. We all see, we saw the gin, we heard it. We didn't think it was real, but it's real. Blah, 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 blah. So if you see the gin, are you cursed? No, at least I don't, I don't think so. Okay. Right, Cause there's a lot of, a lot of stories of people interacting with them. Even, even stories of possession. Right, so like because they could be good, right? They Did could you be. say that the gin could provide goods to you as well as yes. negatives? So they could be. So so why of so why are there towns created for them? If no, not created for them, they take over, right? So they take over. So pe- so the the towns are created by people. Yes, and then yeah. the come in and then these people leave because no, they, they live amongst them like whoever's there lives amongst them okay i'm sorry i guess i don't understand because i thought you said that there are towns that have yeah just gen in them well i mean not just gen right so they've they've got they've got people that still live there but outsiders coming to these towns they know that the gin are there so they don't like to go to these towns essentially Oh, okay. Sorry if I didn't make that clear. Um, yeah. Okay, so he gets back to the story. So he gets into the car. The The people are with him. They say, what the fuck was that? Yeah, yeah. And they take <laughs> That's off. That's the gin. Yeah. They leave. Does he come back? No, he, he does not go back to that. They will not take him back. So... He can't come back by himself. No, they you, need. You have to be escorted. Yeah. Right. Yes. Because okay. it was in such a remote part of Oman. You know, he had government ex- escort the whole night. Right. So. Yeah. So that that's that's uh, yeah that's that's a little little story little tidbit. So there. did he ever see it again? Not from my knowledge. From no. what you've read. From, okay. Yeah. So, I guess a little bit more about the Christian side of this, you know, how they relate to demons, I guess. Um, King Solomon of the Bible, he, so, he, so he built a temple. He was the, everyone knows, excuse me, everyone knows the, the story of King Solomon, right, in the Bible, and... He was he built the temple and God had given him given him this ring, essentially, and says that you have absolute power to command and control everything everything in your domain that includes spirits, that includes animals, humans, whatever, right? So so he he forced the jinn into slave labor. <coughs> into yeah, into slave labor to build the first temple of Jerusalem and the entire city of Jerusalem as well, and sent them into war to fight against men and jinn controlled by other men, and used them to impress the Queen of Sheba, who is rumored to be a jinn herself. Um, yeah. So sorry, I've I've got a cold. I got some coughing going on. <coughs> He's hacking. Hacking away. Um, so, so they were... Res- Why don't you take a drink? Yeah, I should do that. Why don't you talk for a minute? <laughs> oh, my gosh. He's looking at me all red-faced right now. Can't breathe. Oh, boy. Yeah, I'm dying over here. You're, you're, t- you're just looking at me like, I'm not going to talk. I'm going to let him talk and choke to death and hack to death. Okay. You doing okay over there? Now that now that I could properly breathe, <clears throat> and I'm all sweaty and red-faced, like she oh, said. Oh, boy. Um, I don't even know where I was. Okay. Queen of Sheba. Queen of Sheba, yes. That's where I was. Um. They were she was actually Queen of Sheba. Funny you mention her. She was rumored to be half Jin herself. Oh shit! <laughs> she just walked in the room. Did you just see a Jin? We saw a Jin. Oh fuck! <laughs> I am not a Jin. 
So anyway, um, yeah. So so Solomon Solomon's construction of the first temple of Jerusalem was on, was on the place where Cain and Abel actually argued over the division of earth, right? So that's a pretty significant place. As also, it's also a place where um, God sent Archangel Michael to Solomon with the ring, right? So he sent them. He sent them. Sent him with a ring to the spot so that he can have dominion, right? Um, which which really kind of pissed them off, right? So that's that's understandable that they're pissed off about about that, right? The jinn were all enslaved, made to do all these different things until Solomon died. So take that for what what it's worth. Um, I don't know they. They have reason to be pissed off. I would be pissed off if I if I was made a slave. So, um, yeah. So, I guess we'll talk about another another story. If you guys are, or if, if you're up, if you're up for it. Yeah, I want to okay. hear a story. Let me get another drink though. Why don't you talk for a minute? I'm playing with this hair on my chin. That is disgusting. <laughs> That is gross. Uh, <laughs> I found a hair on my chin. People that are listening have seriously turned off at this moment. <laughs> they said, what in the literal fuck am I listening to and spending my time listening to? Oh. Okay. I'm one sexy bitch. So, so now, so now, okay, so let's get back okay. to it. Okay. No one wants to hear about chin, hairs on chins and shit. Okay, so uh, the gin, the gin story that I have for you happened at the Marine Corps Air Ground Combat Center, otherwise known as 29 Palms in California. My, okay, so mind you, this is a huge compound, and it's located in San Bernardino, San Bernardino County, which is like an enormous. It's a it's a city within a city, right? You are really distracting me with this. <laughs> like, okay, I'm gonna paint the picture for everyone here. I'm sitting here across from her, looking at her pick off. I can't. A, a hair off I, of her chin. It's, I, it's the grossest I, shit I've ever seen. I, I can feel it. I feel something there. <laughs> I can't get it. Okay. All right. Anyway. I have my wrinkle cream on. Oh, my God. And it's making my face oily. <laughs> I apologize Listen. to all of our listeners. <laughs> it takes a lot of effort to look like this. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> You're talking to a fat, gray-bearded asshole over here that doesn't do anything for that. So, okay. So I'm gonna read this to you. Okay. Okay. So. So let so this is directly from the vengeful gin. Or not from the Vengeful vengeful Jinn. This is from another resource. This was called The World of the Unseen. This was about... This is stories about about the Jinn, uh, their possessions, and their appearances. So so this is from a a Marine. He said... He he wrote, To put things in perspective as to how far we are from from civilization, the closest man-made object is a three-hour ride away. This day was particularly hot, so we all spent all day hiding under camouflage netting, getting cl- getting classes about various military tactics. Once the sun set, we set off into the night to get some realist- realistic training done. The sky is absolutely cluttered with, st- with stars. I can see a shooting star every few seconds. Finally, after roaming around aimlessly for what felt like forever, we head back and were granted a few hours of sleep. I lay down and start to drift off. Then I'm suddenly woken up for watch duty after which 
felt like 10 minutes and I get up instantly. I get dressed and I stand my post dutifully like I'm told to at the checkpoint, which is a checkpoint in the middle of nowhere of uh, yeah, this desert, right? So I'm given a radio and, I told, and I'm told to only only lift the bar- barbed wire after it gets approved over the radio. So it, so it's maybe around 2 a.m. and maybe and everyone else is in my company is dead asleep except for myself and an officer in the calm truck. All I can hear are coyotes. I decide to start looking at the stars with my night vision goggles, and I hear a coyote yelp off in the distance. I think nothing of it. A few, a few moments later, another Marine comes over a small hill in front of me. Nothing crazy, probably out to answer the call of nature, whatever. He walks towards me, but his eyes don't really reflect the light. Which is which is bizarre, right? Very. Yeah. So rationally, one of us is probably dehydrated, so I think nothing of it. He approaches me, and after a few seconds of staring at me, he simply says, can I come in? His voice didn't sound right, and there was no inflection or questioning tone, which was very weird. I asked him what his name was and why he was out so far, and he tells me his name, and his name was Sergeant Wright. And then he ignores the second part of my question. Same weird voice. Granted, I'm new to the unit, so I don't know everyone named Sergeant Wright, but I still had to verify it. So I radioed in. Main, this is Radio Guard 1. Main, this is Radio Guard 1. There is a Sergeant Wright requesting entry. Over the radio, I get a response from the soldier at the comm truck. Radio Guard 1, this is Main. There is no Sergeant Wright in this company and the closest unit to you is 25 miles away get the f back here right now don't let him in or don't even look at him run as the weird as the weird guy started to hear this his face changed to severely angry like he wanted to rip my throat out and drink my blood by the time i got back everyone is awake all of the vehicle lights are turned on and everyone is packing up scrambling into the trucks we leave and drive the entire three hours back. I never got an explanation from anyone, but my squad leader, who was a simple backwoods kind of guy, bluntly said to me that whatever I saw wasn't asking to get through the gate. Hmm. So there, there's, your, there's your story. Interesting. Why did I instantly go to, like, an alien? Some kind of alien or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, it could have been. Uh, this is this is one of the stories in that book, though. So, I guess you can spin it however, however you want, as far as the phenomenon goes. But, yeah. I mean, I guess I. So I've, I had a few questions after I read this, and I thought, okay, was he trying to enter the compound to just injure that specific marine, or just enter the compound just to be on the compound? But why ask? Yeah, why ask? Why? Why is it? Yeah, it kind of, kind of like had like a vampire feel to it, or, or something. Right. Know? Like, why can't he? Why can't he just come in? <clears throat> well, it's kind of like you said with the the genie thing. So, like, you know, once you ask for a wish, you get that, or you kind of get that feeling. So I don't know. It's like them asking that question if that person says yes you can come in then maybe that means yes you can take over take over what my i don't know so so i guess that's another question right was he asking to possess the marine or was he asking just for entry into the base I don't know. I just find it interesting that he would ask the question. Like, why ask the question? There's something to that. So if we're saying that this is Jen, if that's the question we're proposing, is this Jen? Do Jen have to ask to take possession? So that that's so that's a good question because as part of the demonic 
the demonic possessions, right? Stories he goes, I, I'm not, I'm not an expert on this, but I know that there's infestation, and then there's like harassment, like not like harassment. I don't know what the actual term is, but um, it's 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 where the the demons are are probing you, right? They're they're getting to the point where they can help you and do all these things for you, but it's it's like a like the exorcist right so it's like slow gradual process mm-hmm. and then there's full-on demonic possession right you have to let them in well it's like an oppression oppression that's the word yeah. and then it's like so you're oppressed you have dep- depression but i think but o- I oppression think... is the word before right. full-blown right possession yes so that's a, that's that's a good question because if if the guy's saying can I can I come in is that direct line to possession? Interesting. I don't know. Yeah. So <clears throat> So what do you what do you think do you think it was a gin? Do you think it's do you think that the gin are at the root of a lot of a lot of what people are experiencing? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, because they can shape shift. Let's, let's let's go back and let, let's let's think. So they can shape shift. They can go in and out of visible spectrums, right? They could be anything that they want, and they could possess humans. What are they? Are they? To me, it, it's plausible. Right, it's plausible that they're at the root of at least some of the phenomena, right? That that people are seeing the cryptids. Maybe that's a good question because I hadn't even thought of that, but it's a good question. So I think a lot of the shadow people phenomena, a lot of the apparitions, maybe people are seeing, might be related to the jinn phenomena. Right? So I mean, my question is: Is jinn one of the same? As a demon, that, see that because uh, depending on religion, I mean, depending on yeah, depending on what your ideological view is, you're calling one gen, but is it a demon as well? Like, are they the same? Because if they're the same, then are we saying that a demon is also these other things? Which I don't know if that's true i agree i agree with you i don't think that's the case either i like i would tend to err on the side of the islamic ideology in that sense right so three different beings angels jinn and humans not just angels and humans mm-hmm. right i mean because because if you look at it like angels didn't have free will right and you said that the jinn, <clears throat> excuse me. So you said that the jinn were here and they were slaves, basically, right? They were enslaved by King Solomon, yes. Okay. So we know that they are hard workers. And I mean, this could go back to like the ancient alien type. Oh, yeah. That's a good right? point. Yeah. So maybe that could explain some, I mean, so, you know, if they kind of come in and out of planes, maybe that, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. So, so I I just went to the alien thing, went straight to the ancient aliens. (laughs) I don't know. De facto standard in this house, right? Ancient aliens. (laughs) It's like. On TV all the time. Yeah, yeah. Everything's aliens, bro. Don't you, don't you know? I don't know. Yeah, so that's is a good, it an alien? That's a good point, right? So a lot of people think that aliens helped build the pyramids or you know, do right. all these different things. So how how would they? First of all, was it was were the were the pyramids relics of the jinn the jinn being here? Who knows? I don't know. I but don't I, know. But they say, you know, they say that we we built that we built the pyramids. Obviously, obviously. But 
you know, I mean, here's the thought. Okay, so there's gin magic, and you could command the gin, just like Sol- Solomon did, but it's very dangerous. Could it be that the powerful, um, powerful priests that were employing magic in those times used used the jinn for these purposes just like just like you were saying right so that's a, that's a good thought i don't know jinn magic tell me about that so i don't know that much about it okay honestly but i know that it's kind of like the goetic 72 demons type thing where you know you can you can set up set up these entire rituals to call in and invoke or evoke these these jinn for different purposes, right? So different purposes to do, you know, your bidding or whatever, you know. So it's very possible. Just throwing so you're it out saying there. so you you can summon them and then when they're here, summon them for different tasks. Yes, and you can so evoke for, them for for positive for yourself or negative to somebody else, whatever. Right. I mean, it's. That's why it's so dangerous. And if you don't, if you don't bind them, but right? I was gonna say they can turn on you, right? Yeah, yeah. Just, well, I mean, if you go back to the lore, the lore says that they could bring reward, but they can also bring death and disease. Exactly. Right. So you summon them; they're gonna flip the script. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't, I don't know the ins and outs of how they're that works, but I know that it's there. I know that there's there's a lot of a lot of people out there doing this. So I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what how it works, but it's it's some pretty crazy shit. So you got to bind them to get rid of them. Well, I think you have to bind them so that they don't rip your face off or whatever. You know, like so you summon you... them and then bind them. I think you have to. That's part of the part of the evocation process. I think. So when you when so evoke... people that are doing this and are sloppy, basically. Yeah, if you don't if you don't take all the proper precautionary steps, you don't do all these different things. You could be screwed, right? I think so. If if any of you know, you know how that works, let us know because that's. I'd be interested to know. I, I, I've I've saw a lot of stuff out on the internet about that, but I'm definitely not an expert, by any means. So I guess another question would be. Thinking back to, the prince's son's cousin talking about the government having knowledge of these these beings. Do you think that that's an actual thing or do you think that's complete BS? I don't know. So, I don't know. I, I, I think it's plausible. Right? People say, what is it? people say that we have, we have, we have interactions with aliens. Right, I mean... And the government knows about that. Yeah. Right? Probably got aliens down bases that we don't even know about. And yeah, oh yeah. So, I mean, why not? Yeah. I, I guess that's... Because, yeah. listen, to me, the djinn is an alien. Well, I mean, if you think of it that way, an ultra-terrestrial, right? So an ultra, an ultra-terrestrial coming in and out of portals or... You know, different dimensions exactly. or whatever like that. So, so yeah, why not? Yeah, I agree. I agree. Well, I mean, I guess, I guess that's about it for the gin, right? So, I mean, you have any other things? This, any other thoughts about the gin that you wanna wanna talk about? No. Maybe maybe we'll mention more. Maybe I'll uh, I'll research a little bit more into the uh, the evocation part of it. And we'll talk about it next week, but I'd be interested. Yeah, I'd be interested. If you guys if you guys know anything or have any good resources, let us know. Uh so I guess I guess that's it for this week. So make sure you guys go out to the Twitter because we're our Twitter is we're getting a lot of good feedback and a lot of good engagement on our Twitter. Uh we're at we are at the circle path. The Circle Path. The Circle Path. Make sure you friend us or follow us. 
friend us, friend us and follow. It's it's so like I, I never know which one. Facebook <laughs> is friend, Twitter is follow. <laughs> follow us there. Follow us. Yes. By well, following your friending. Yeah, sorta, sorta. Yeah, follow us. That means you're our friend if you follow us. Yes, we love followers. We love friends. We love friends. Because we don't have any in real life. No. Yeah. Because she, <laughs> she picks hair off of her chin. And <laughs> Listen, I'm a my fat, friends, fat my friends like that I pick hair off my chin. <laughs> I'm sure all the girl, the women listening are probably know exactly. Listen, what I'm not a about. hairy beast, okay? <laughs> yes, I know. I can like sprout a hair. <laughs> like, it's not like I have a mustache. You've seen her picture. She doesn't have a mustache. That you see because I take care of it. There you You're go. welcome. <laughs> thank, thank you. The, uh, yeah, thank you. <laughs> also, we're available at thecirclepath.com. We have all of our episodes there as well. And we're available on every single major podcast platform now. I think the last one we just got added to was the iHeartRadio stuff. Oh. So, yeah, that was just like a couple of days ago. Spicy. I thought so. <laughs> like that burp you just did. <laughs> so. <laughs> and last but not least, we're available at thecirclepath at gmail.com for any direct me- messages or emails that you want to send us. Yeah. Can- we've, we've been uh, talking about that would be kind of cool if we could like have people call in and tell stories. and Or just just email your stories to us. Email us. Yeah, I mean, we we would love to talk about them on the show. We could call you. We could we could become friends. <laughs> you could be a real life father. <laughs> we'll have real friends. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, we're available at thecirclepath.com. Follow us at, on Twitter at thecirclepath and circlepath at gmail.com. Just in case you didn't hear, we are the Circle Path at gmail.com wow <laughs> how many times have i said it gosh you're so extra yeah i'm what is this whole extra thing like i have no idea what the hell that even means anyway Just... for, for another time for another time okay love you see you bye all right we'll see you guys later bye <laughs>